The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so much. We're so happy that you're here and joining us, and hopefully you have hit subscribe. Give us a rating if you can when you're done. That helps so much. We would appreciate it so much. We would. We would. We would. My it daughter helps us out. Yeah, in was ways. Sorry, listening we... to the pod. To, I was yeah. listening to the podcast, and she was like, are you listening to your podcast, Mom? I said, yeah. yeah. She goes, "Um, what do you even do? All you do is laugh and say, yeah, yeah, and then laugh, mom. That's all you do. And I was like, yeah, that is all I do. <laughs> but that's a necessary job. God, my job is so hard That's here. a necessary yeah. job. All you do is say yeah and laugh. Well, I need someone to say yeah. She's very <laughs> I just would laugh at my own jokes. Eight-year-old, yeah. yeah. She's. She is. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> she calls me on my bullshit. Yeah. We are excited to announce we have some more pa- people have joined our special group of Patreons. I'm so, super stoked about this. Right. You can go so to Patreon and even join a level. You can give a tiny bit. It helps us with all sorts of stuff with our website, producing, advertising, and the cat chews through the cord. Right. And all that kind one. of stuff. It yeah. just helps us produce the podcast. Randy. And we already have 14 jobs. And it's just kind of a labor <laughs> of love. But if people are willing to help, we're beyond excited. Right. So we have a new Rob Lowe. So Linda Dunham, thank you so much for becoming mm-hmm. a Rob Lowe. She obviously maybe thinks Rob Lowe also is her the cutest one i don't know i, I like jason momoa the best mm, but Bert but i picked rob lowe yeah so i know I was he's very super cute stoked yeah that somebody we have a rob, rob lowe, lowe finally yes literally yes. the best good job and sarah garcia she's been so supportive of our podcast thank you so much for becoming a jason momoa yeah we are so excited that you are here with us again if you're on patreon you get special episodes that we've put on there special digital files and um, thank you. Well, thank you on the podcast and name your name, hopefully correctly. If you haven't heard the Peter Porco story. Yeah, we have some good, that terrible be, podcasts that on there that are horrific stories. To get you to donate. Yeah, you might just want to listen to Peter yep. Porco to donate $3 even. So Sarah gets a Jason Momoa podcast. Uh, shout out it was his birthday yesterday mm-hmm. um so this is from justice league he's he was Aquaman. wearing his striped white and black he, he likes those they he haven't really fallen apart yet because he wears them it. a lot yeah um so here is the shout out you're gorgeous and fierce and strong and mm. i know we went to war with the amazons but that was before my time <laughs> So he did go to the war with the Amazon. 
So that is what your is shout out. From? It was from Justice League. It was Aquaman. He was talking to Wonder Woman. It's a oh. movie where he's in it with it's like, like Batman the and Avengers. All of them. Yes, when they're but all together. But it's yeah, it's DC League. Avengers and not Marvel Marvel Avengers. So there's two comic book uh-huh. groups. One is DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Wonder yep. Woman, Batman, Superman, Superman, Batman. Yep. Aquaman. Yeah, Marvel. It's all the Avengers. Yeah, I've and seen such. the Avengers movies, but not the other ones. Well, because they're not as good. DC ones aren't really doing so well wonder woman was great yeah Yeah. no wonder woman was wonderful that was really good and it was also a female director and a smart woman who wrote it (laughs) but that's why it did so well and aquaman just did well because of all of his fans and their moms who were going you know so they're like yeah it did really well they Um, they drug their guns to the movie theater (laughs) guns in sit down with their flat tits and watched and i was there that's when i slipped and like broke my Rit- yes. fractured my little wrist thing because I fell in the parking lot. Fell? Fell. I fell. Yeah. I fell in the parking You're lot from flowing. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible. Oh, good God. So anyway, we are covering a forensic files. If you've made it through this beginning, you're trying to see what we're even talking about or what we're about. You've just joined us. Thank you. We watch true crime shows. Uh-huh. We kind of write them up. And tell you the story as well as tear apart the show a little mm-hmm. bit if it needs it or praise the show. We do. We are huge Forensic Files we fans. We rip into. But we rip it. And the, the people too. Yeah. detectives who or, yes. really are probably very nice people right. but were very judgmental. Yeah. And the, of course the criminals and the douchebags. Our fan, know. our listener, um... Mindy wanted that shirt, that T-shirt that said, leave the judge in to Jesus. Yeah. Well. And she was like, I'd wear it just, obviously it's sarcastic. (laughs) Because. I don't really believe it. What, how is it fun to live? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) It's not. Um, Other shows, I just found out there is a show called the Dead Wives Club. Oh yeah, I forgot to look that up. I tried to watch it and it didn't run on my sling or whatever so i gotta oh. look it up so i gotta check that one out but there's so many good shows on the id network Do hln on hulu no i don't think so maybe what i don't about know my hulu it might be yeah it might I be on have. there actually so okay. this forensic files is called naughty or nice mm-hmm. nice is spelled n-y-c-e because mm-hmm. it is the last name of the couple that we are going to talk about it, the crime happened in the year 2004, so mm-hmm. over 15 years ago, 2004 was. What a blur. God. And nothing seemed to happen in that well, year real exciting either. Well, I mean, things happened, but... They did. The I mean, Jan- yeah. Was, the music was not good. Yeah. Um, Janet showed her boobs mm-hmm. on the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, but whatever. You know, with Justin yeah. Timberlake. Good grief. But I mean, it was something to do. I, I remember guess. that. Being yeah, I remember watching it then. Like, yeah, and now we're like, cares. God, we've seen boobs all the time. Right? Who cares? Martha Stewart was Meanwhile, convicted. Meanwhile, people were hanging out at the freaking strip club, Delilah's Den, making business deals. Yeah, and had been doing it for yeah decades. Everybody, people seen were pissed boobs. off about yeah. Janet Jackson. No kidding. Boob. Nobody should care. Um, like I said, Martha Stewart went to jail, and now it seems like. 
anybody can do anything that's famous or in the government mm-hmm. and nothing happens to him, but whatever. Sorry, but Martha Martha's Stewart. Martha's a woman. Yeah. Yes. Right? They're going to make a scapegoat. Powerful woman. Yep. yep. Scott Peterson, that dick, was found guilty God, of killing his wife, dick. Lacey, the, and baby Connor. Yep, he's the original. He's a it's huge, the yeah, dick. totally. We should do a special yeah, just on that dick. The tsunami in Thailand and surrounding areas that happened the day after Christmas that killed almost three hundred thousand people yeah. happened, which was a nightmare. I remember that was so awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Being scared of tsunamis and being. Like, Amy Winehouse had her debut album. Um, it's still yeah. one of my favorites yeah. of all times. And you had some other, what God, other I songs were oh. there? And then I'll do some movies. So, yeah, the songs were, uh, well, here's a one that everybody loves is, You Raise Me Up. So Good God. Yeah, Josh Groban. That song was popular in 2004. That's well, what kind of music we're talking about God. here. It, it isn't good. And then I kept seeing Jeez. 1985 by. Yeah, I kind of remember. We kind of remember yeah, that one so once I we heard it. it on YouTube yeah. and I was like, this sucks. We sucks. really, what did we do? Nothing, I guess. I don't know. Movies were okay. That some like you still kind of can watch again. Hang in there. Um, Napoleon Dynamite was great. Anchorman. That's what we were doing in twenty. In yeah, we were all we were watching Napoleon yeah, Dynamite and a thousand Saint times. Tina, yeah. the llama, and you fat lard. Yeah, <laughs> get <laughs> doing your his dinner. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Notebook. Everybody was crying to the Notebook. I never watched that shit. Re- um, mean Girls. I liked that. Uh, National Treasure. We watch. Mm-hmm. That's a good children. It's a very good show in school classic. Troy with Brad Pitt. He looked really good in that one. That's when he his um, whole Jennifer Aniston divorce was happening because he was having the affair with Angelina in that year. (sighs) And then that blew up in there. I never watched Troy. I mean, Uh, it was it was decent. I just those kind of movies. just Yeah, they're not for for me. It's not for you. They're too. So I mean, really, it's just not enough emotion. Kind of a year of ish, but the nice family did not have a nice year. I found a good song that I I, one song that I liked. I forgot to say it. Mister Brightside by the Killers. Yeah, I I loved that song. Mister Brightside. I guess. That's but it. now people will be annoyed because that will be stuck in their head. I feel it's an earworm. It is. Um, naughty or nice. Happened in Hopewell Township, I guess, New Jersey. I had to look mm. it up because I really didn't say. So this is New Jersey. We're dealing with here the first <laughs> sentence that the narrator says um, is a beautiful mail order bride, a millionaire husband, and the gardener. So that is what we're dealing with Dead here. giveaway. So he couldn't just say bride. He had to point out that she was a mail, mail order. order bride. And I still don't really understand how that works. They were very clear that the marriage was not based on love. No. It's obviously not. And love never really kicked in, I think. It didn't kick no. in. Not for her. Not for her. Um, I don't understand the whole purchasing by catalog or something. Is that, I don't even, I should have looked up how this works, but I don't know. Do you, so. 
Well, now I think you do it on the internet. Classified ad. the interwebs. Yeah. But. I think it said there was a classified ad. I just don't know how you pick out a wife with a classified ad, especially when you're a millionaire. Just go to a bar and say, I have a million dollars. And any woman is going to say, I guess you're not that ugly. This is what it says. (laughs) I would be there saying, I guess. This is what it says on Wikipedia. A mail order bride is a woman who lists herself in catalogs and is selected by a man for marriage. Pass. In the 20th century, the trend was primarily toward women living in developing countries, seeking men in more developed nations. Well, I can understand the whole thing. How sad. Thank you. Oh, so anyway, we are seen, shown this enormous house. We are introduced to Jonathan Nice, and the dick is called Jonathan the whole time. Not even yeah. John, not Johnny, nothing Mm-mm. cool. He's a Jonathan. He's 53 years old. He's a pharmaceutical executive. I feel like that's the, every evil character in every movie is a pharmaceutical executive. Well, because pharmaceuticals are the devil, right? Yeah. Um, he seemed to kind of look normal, I guess. Uh, I mean, nothing stood out horrific. Like, no clown outfit. No, he wasn't wearing a yeah. clown No weird comb or... over. He kind of looked passable, so I was shocked. Yeah. Yep. So he meets, through a classified ad, the mail-order bride, a very beautiful Filipino wife, Michelle. Um, they, he he must have pretty. went to the Philippines because it said um, they got married in the Philippines where he promised a better life for her, which is obviously why she's doing it, to get out and try to right. have a better life. Right. And he was sending money back home for her family which really is why her family, I think sometimes they put they their put family their members daughter, up so yeah. they can survive, yes. have money. And he was very generous to her and very generous to her family, her friends were saying. So Jonathan and Michelle, when they got married in the Philippines, they moved back to the U.S. They kind of really had three kids, perfect house, perfect life for a long time. very adorable. Yeah, they were super cute. Mm-hmm. They lived a very... Um, affluent life, very mm-hmm. comfortable, and everything was just kind of chugging along like normal for about 15 years. As normal yeah. as a male order relationship right, could that be. you could have. So yeah. we see Michelle friend, Michelle's friend Larissa. Larissa comes on. Had some makeup issues. She did. Um, Larissa. She, she was kind of funny though because. <laughs> She talks about the age difference. She talks about that he worked really long hour- hours. But then she goes, other than that, basically they were just married with kids. And she shrugs her <laughs> shoulders and is like, whatever, you know? Like they were just two boring dumb assholes yeah. who were, just had kids. And she that's really all. did yeah. make them seem like. Yeah. Like, like no I big deal. And she, I don't know. They were married with kids. What else is there? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, Michelle didn't freaking like him. Like, no. Right? Like, there there like, doesn't yeah. seem any love between like them. It, yeah. Whatever. So then we're told 15 years of marriage, the walls started to crumble. So they get to be 15 years in. Gal, don't walls crumble at 15 years. Maybe sooner. I mean, sooner sooner, it seems. Jonathan gets an anonymous phone call. He says some guy is on the other side. Some guy is calling him and saying that this guy is saying he's having an affair with his wife, Michelle. So then he plays a tape of this guy, this mysterious guy, the anonymous caller, talking with Michelle. And then it is presumed that there was some 
sexual activity mm-hmm. happening on the mm-hmm. tape. And Jonathan was certain that it was her voice. So the caller asked for $500,000. Otherwise, he's going to release this tape of Michelle and him to their friends and family. Who cares? Yeah. That's so, from the book of Who Cares? Right. Be like, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. Jonathan immediately confronts Michelle. Michelle says, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> whatever, bitch. She's having an affair with a 32-year-old, yeah. the gardener. That's Your the old balls yeah. just aren't doing no. it for me anymore. You're 53, Jonathan. our gardeners. So Miguel de Jesus yeah. is the gardener. 32-year-old, yeah, tan, I bet. Outside, got some muscles. Uh-huh. He had tats and stuff. Yeah. He's a badass yeah. gardener. Yeah. She wanted a little... So she totally yeah. admits to it. And... She's sick of Jonathan. He said they... Michelle said they met... Met... I can't even speak words today. When I Miguel... I this is going to go. When Miguel was doing work in her yard, where obviously he's their gardener, um... And she put on her sexy negligee yeah. and, and high-heeled yeah. slippers and, and walked the, outside. And maybe. Like, That's what I'm going to picture. She didn't, like, go out in her sweatpants and Can do you, a big fart. Can you <laughs> prune my rose bush? <laughs> she had a huge bush. I just showed it to him. Just real demure. <laughs> and then she made him yeah. bake beans or goulash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like holy crap i gotta get out of here no i think yeah she didn't have her big period underwear on her pads sticking out Can you and her imagine? saggy boobs yeah. like i walk outside with no bra and let my dog out every morning and then i see so i'm like Shit. no i bet she was just better looking than the typical Maybe housewife or whatever. Uh, she um, seemed the picture, good. though, they showed of Miguel was not attractive. It's him <laughs> with like a slack jaw staring off to the side. <laughs> so I would have taken a pass myself. I would have said, hey, you want to trim some bush? And then laughed and gone back inside. And then, then no, farted. No, i That bush yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, that one. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's blocking my view. Right. Can please do please it. Please do it. Thanks. So Miguel says, of course, that he never called. He didn't make the call. He's not he is not extorting the husband. He doesn't want any of the money, but he does admit, yeah, I'm having an affair with Michelle. (laughs) They look further in. So Jonathan files charges against him. So the police look into him. Well, he has multiple social security numbers. De Jesus. Yes. He has a common law wife. Oh, yeah. He's living with another woman. Yes. He got another woman pregnant and he's refusing to pay child support. So this This guy is a huge douchebag. Another loser. Huge just, gardener yeah. douche. Not a good choice for Michelle. So There was she, something yeah. about him, though, man. There must have been. She liked him. She, she really did. So Michelle says that Miguel was stalking her and coming to the house and calling. So they get a restraining order filed against him, which I feel this more was Jonathan's doing. I feel like Jonathan kind of stepped in and said, you know, he's coming yeah. to the house. He's stalking my wife. Um, so I, because just from what happens, I feel like Michelle didn't have much of a part in this. So Miguel is not supposed to be near the house at all. 
Jonathan's really upset with the whole thing, but they move on. He doesn't do anything about it. They don't get divorced. They, Michelle is still there, whatever. Five months later, we get to this tragedy. So Michelle is found one morning dead in her car. Her car dead. had swerved off an icy road. It had snowed the night before. It went down an embankment. It's kind of just like literally just driven down the side yeah, of an it, embankment on the road and just parked and stopped. <laughs> it was like, what was that really horrible guy where they were all, both alcoholics and he drove her into oh, the yeah. lake. Oh, yeah. Drove her right into the but lake. He, like, that went was so from our carefully. Pothead Dumbledore. Hit, one. Yeah, Pothead yeah. Dumbledore. He didn't like hit yeah. any trees. Or he drove anything. like he 10 drove into 10 the lake and they could and tell. And just drove his wife into the lake. <laughs> God, get a clue. That's what this guy did. He was like, I'm going to drive very um, carefully down. Yes. A so hill. the police were suspicious immediately at this scene. This mm-hmm. scene was the dumbest crime scene in the history of. Dumbass crime scenes. There were many <laughs> suspicious clues. First off, might have been the goddamn set of footprints leading yes. away from the car. Yeah. So the car is there parked with Michelle's dead body in the driver's seat, but there is literally a set of footprints from the driver's side door back to the road. So obviously, someone, someone drove there and there. left yes. and walked away, and your footprints yes. are in the snow. What a dumb asshole. Oh, well, yeah, he was. Come on, the cops are just clearly, this is suspicious now. Obviously, someone got out of this vehicle and walked away. Blood was in the car, but it was very, very inconsistent with her just kind of banging her head, smashing her car and banging mm-hmm. her head. The car wasn't even smashed. It was literally just driven to a stop. Right. The blood was everywhere. They showed pictures. There was blood spattered all over the car. There was blood behind her soaked down the seats. Kind of blood spattered on the passenger door. You open up the door. There's blood down, you know, where, you know, down even where the bottom of the door. I mean, blood was just everywhere. And then Michelle wasn't wearing shoes. So if she was trying to drive, <laughs> I mean, in the winter, you put on shoes. You if sure you're going do. somewhere. Yep, you do. But the police said she had a pair of brown shoes and the passenger side of the car but they said they probably couldn't be hers because she was wearing a blue outfit and it didn't match. <laughs> what? They were not only the police, they were the fashion police. They were the police. fashion police because they said this bitch couldn't be wearing these brown shoes in the passenger that side. Is a faux pas. Why would she have put these brown shoes on if she's wearing a blue outfit? <laughs> like, she would have done that. She clearly had some navy pants. So pumps clearly, that went she better. just, yeah, she just went mm-hmm. without shoes. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Anyway. The investigators also noticed that she is very short, about five feet tall, yet the car seat was pushed back for a giant. So she was not driving because her feet couldn't even touch the pedals (laughs) with their bare ass feet. Right, right. She didn't have her black platforms on, on, I guess. So uh, right away, it's a shit show. Like the crime scene is just a disaster. They know this is very suspicious. Mm-hmm. In her autopsy, there are several head injuries. It said four are all over her head. So it's, again, not from a car crash hitting your head, maybe on the steering wheel or the side. She's covered in the, she has these deep lacerations all over her head. Her hands and her arms are covered in cuts and bruises, mm-hmm. which are self-defense. They showed pictures of the yeah, dead. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, they showed a lot of pictures of her injuries that were pretty severe. You're not going to get that when you gently drive down a slight embankment <laughs> and stop. 
I mean, come on. And bonk your head. The shoe impressions were from a man's boot, they found mm-hmm. out. Um, the second, so they figured there had to be a secondary crime scene because she didn't get this beating in the car. In the car right. She was put in the car. Someone drove the car, stopped, moved her body to the driver's side and walked back. Mm-hmm. So they need to figure out who did this. So they decide what were her movements the night this happened. Michelle worked at a department store. She worked in the makeup counter. And right away, I was this was like, uh, that's fishy. Why would she be working? And it comes right. full circle. When like, she why lives is she in a mansion. Macy's? Yeah. And she has a millionaire husband. Mm-hmm. Why is she working at the makeup counter? Michelle told her husband then after work at the makeup counter, she was going out for drinks with friends. Instead, mm-hmm. she met up with Miguel and went to a hotel with Miguel. Hotel with Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> she said, Miguel, meet at the hotel. And she was there until midnight with Miguel at the hotel. <laughs> so I don't know what time she met Miguel at the hotel, but they were there maybe for a short time. I'm um, sure only a short time because he had to probably take care of his baby and his. Yeah, he had 900 wives. Common law wife oh, and his girlfriend that he God. was living with. I mean. So that night. Michelle told Miguel she actually wanted a divorce. Well, you think? I guess. But Miguel said she left uh, for home. Yeah. She went home. Well, Miguel was probably like, hell no. I already have yeah. three girlfriends. I know. And, and a baby wife. and whatever. Yeah. I don't need. Uh, this is just for fun, baby. This is just I'm for fun. Taking care of you and your. So he kids. said, yeah, she went home. He went home. That's it. Jonathan Michelle though when the police find out were actually shit ass broke so they did not have any money and she was probably like i fucking didn't yeah. put myself in a catalog for this right to marry some old balls with no money yes. no thanks now i have to work at macy's yeah awesome. i didn't sign up for this bitch right so when michelle found out that jonathan was actually also 10 years older than he really even said oh told her he was God. so now he's not just an old bitch he's a super old bitch right. Right. Like, come on. I keep talking. I have to go get a drink. Okay. So Michelle is just not into it. He's broke. He's old. He's gross. She doesn't love him anyway. She's having an affair with Miguel. She's totally out of it. So she told people to, um, and he kind of said that he, her friend, this is her friend again, said that Larissa, he really, yeah, he really yeah. did try to keep up with her at the beginning, you know, try to pretend he was young <laughs> Um, you'd go out with her and try to do all that. And he even got Viagra, she said. Oh. So gross. What Again, is going on with the erectile dysfunction? Constant erectile problems in forensic files. Country. Just why? Are we eating poisons There's or something? There's either too many horrible boners People or not enough boners. A hundred years ago had nine billion kids. Yeah. There was apparently no erectile dysfunction. I guess not. And now everybody has it? I guess I can't even, I, no. That's because, ugh. ugh. Anyway, sorry about your luck, Michelle. So even if he wasn't even on Viagra, she brought it up and said he was on Viagra. What is erectile dysfunction? Gross. Again, thanks, Larissa. All a woman wants is just another boner that lasts forever. Pass. Hard pass. Nobody wants that. Or a soft pass. (laughs) So the, Jonathan then recounts his activities the night that she was killed. And this was kind of funny, I thought. 
He said he was in bed reading and they show yeah. a dorky reenact yep. with Jonathan just sitting in bed with his glasses, just reading a book like a huge dork. He was reading Danielle Steele. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he was just reading with his half moon glasses, <laughs> highlighting all the sex scenes. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, police go into Michelle and Jonathan's house. They're armed with warrants. They also go into Miguel's apartment with his 14 wives. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to really find who owns these man's boots. Who is the dumbass that walked away and left his boot footprints from right. the car? They really And some bloody, obviously the clothes are going to be super bloody because she was beaten pretty badly. They do not find anything at this first search. They're not finding the boots. They're not really finding any bloody clothes. So now we learn that Nice, uh, Jonathan Nice, learned that Michelle was with Miguel (laughs) that night of the crime, and he starts crying. So the police break it to him that, well, we've learned your wife was with her lover at a hotel. He starts crying and gets really upset and kind of is pretending like he's just told of her affair, really. So the police are kind of thinking he's kind of acting weird here. Or, you know, we know he knows about the affair. So what is this? But maybe he thought it was done and over and to learn about again that she was with him. He was crying and acting upset. But police then find evidence right after that, that Jonathan already knew that Michelle was already back with Miguel because they found this weird ass poem that was on Jonathan's desk. And he said she had a stainless steel heart. Yeah, so he leaves this weird-ass poem that police found that proved that he knew she was back with Miguel. Mm-hmm. So his crying fit was a huge act and, again, added suspicion to Jonathan. It said, Michelle, your stainless steel heart, <laughs> like a knife, rips my soul to bleed, unattended, dying. You call <laughs> me on the telephone and tell me not to worry. When, oh when, will my dying end? Bitch. What is that supposed to mean? And you give that to a woman, she's going to be like, what is this? That's very morbid, honey. Yeah. Are you, I, do no. you need to go to the doctor yeah. and get some antidepressants? And with your Viagra? Oh, I'm sure I mean, that didn't help. Two drugs she didn't fall for the it. poem. Yeah. There's more searching now. So they go, they look in the garage and of Jonathan's home and they find a baseball bat that tests mm-hmm. positive for blood. But they say, we're not sure if it's animal or human. Well, a woman's been killed. And most people are not beating animals down with a baseball bat and cleaning them. So clearly it's human blood. Like just, I mean, I'm sure they did put two and two together. But you have to say, we don't know if it's animal or human. They couldn't find out. But come on. So the baseball bat is bloody, but it'd been kind of clean, still not well enough because they could get blood off of it. Because no men can ever clean. Then they look in the washing machine. <laughs> Jonathan had had clothes soaking in there and the water was straight pink. pink. So it meant, obviously he had bloody clothes in there sitting there soaking. They couldn't test it because you can't really test the water for blood. They're or assuming put a red shirt in yes. with the rest of the whites like a dumbass yeah. would too. Ugh. And then here is the weirdest thing that I can't even, I couldn't understand. I had to rewind. I had to keep like rewinding to understand what the hell was going on at this part. They found men's loafers. So just picture a set of men's loafers. They look at the bottom of the loafers and there's this weird ass substance on it that they really couldn't 
figure out what the hell it was. Like this white shit on the bottom of his Yeah, they're like, did he step in a giant shit piece white of or gum something? that yeah, or gum. Yeah, it's weird ass out? shit. I don't know. It was so when they take the it bottom. to the lab, they have to do some infrared analysis on it or whatever. And it's four different kinds of fucking glue on the bottom of the loafers. So super weird. He has glue on the bottom Got of his loafers. So what? Yeah. Are you crafting, sir? And with four <laughs> different glues and making sorry, weird shellacked, boner yeah. craft stick helpers. <laughs> Paper mache boners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this one, honey. <laughs> I don't need a balloon. I'm going to use my dog. It's the Milton Burl. <laughs> Ish. Ish. So then they think, well, what a weirdo. Whatever. Um, then they kind of are searching all over the house again, and they start finding this weird-ass plastically plastic black bits of shit they're finding them kind of hidden all over like hidden in the kids toys hidden around the home and they start taking all these plasticky bits and when they put them all together they realize it's the bottom of a boot so think of a man's work boot if you were to literally just cut off the sole like the bottom Mm -hmm. of the shoe it's like a thick black mm-hmm. bottom of a shoe of a man's work boot that had been cut into a bunch of pieces. Yeah, like if you have a Doc Martin, like a boot that has like big, a really thick big, bottom. big, thick sole. And like the heel and the sole. Yeah. It had been cut off. They reassemble it in their, these big, thick, like two-inch soles of work boots, men's size 12. Um, and there was glue on them that matched the glue on the loafers. So I'm still watching this going, what in the hell? is going on so what they figure he had done is that jonathan had these loafers and for some reason wanted them to last longer with wear i don't know why he's well they <laughs> so, were like slippers yeah so they were like so but, sheepskin slippers yes but then who does this he bought heavy duty men's work boots saws off the sole like the two and a half inch sole of thick heel work mm-hmm. boot and glued them onto his slippers why is he wearing frankenstein shoe slippers around the house what for well wouldn't he look weird wouldn't the wife say what is this why are you wearing platform slippers you're you older look like than a i thought and now you're what less is fashionable with you? Than I you are wearing slippers with a giant work heel what well, is this? They were like saying that they thought it was because like so he could let the dogs out in the winter. Come on. But you I don't need a Frankenstein shoe. My thought was that he did it to murder her. Like that it was premeditated. Maybe. I don't know. This is foolery. It he knew he would have to walk out in the snow, right? I, I guess. So if maybe, he could take but this his, is just then why don't you just wear the, the loafers soul. and throw yeah. them away? They thought he did it to like be able to walk outside in his slipper. So he'd have the comfort so of they the won, slipper. Yeah, the comfort of the slipper with the big but, ass platform 70s shoe bottom of a work right. boot. So he could walk I in can't, the snow in sir, his slippers. That's odd to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't put giant wooden five inch platforms on my Target slippers. What? Walk around and think I'm gonna walk outside. Your clog like slippers. Yeah, oh. my big clogs. I can't. I wrote what, what, what. 
so when what? he he was wearing his makeshift yeah. work boat slipper when he committed the crime yep so after the crime which we'll go into more details of the crime the cops figured then after the crime when he walks home he saws off the sole that he had glued mm-hmm. back on Keeps the dumbass loafers still for some reason with all the glue over them. But then Why? is cutting Burn the sole it. into tiny pieces and hides it all around his house. Mm-hmm. Throw them away and throw it in a garbage dumpster at McDonald's or something. What are you doing? I, so then, of course. He loved those slippers so much he couldn't get I, rid of them. He couldn't get rid of them. He loved them so much. There's he was going to glue them back together them. and put that shit back probably, on, I bet. Probably. My God. I can't. Well, he was reading Danielle Steele. Then I don't know how they missed this the first time. For fuck's sake, there was blood splatter all over the garage. Are you not picking up on this, police? Well, all I kept thinking of was they dug in the kid's toy box and found a chunk of rubber and found that to be But you didn't see the blood splatter all over the wall? Right? What are you doing? And then there are bloody towels were found stuffed in the chimney in a garbage bag. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I thought of, did you ever see the murders in the Rue Morgue or read that by Edgar Allan Poe? Where that was the very first detective novel. And -mm, it's the story of these two women who are in a locked room. It's like the locked room murder where the window is locked and the door is locked. But the two women are killed in there. So like no one could have, who got in, who would have gotten in. And one woman is beheaded on the floor and the other woman has been shoved up the chimney and they have to solve the crime. And that reminded me of it. Just bloody body (laughs) shoved up the chimney. It's a good murder mystery. The very first one, the very first detective story. Wow. And nobody's interested. I'm sorry. I'm interested. Murders in the Rue Morgue. Edgar Allan Poe. You can't go wrong with him. I really, you can. Probably can. Because he was very ill. Yeah. Well... Yeah. So the police now feel like, hey, maybe Jonathan had something to do with it when they're finding all this shit all of a sudden that they missed the first time. I'm still confused. But Jonathan knew all along of Michelle's affair. They feel that he made up the entire call from Miguel just to embarrass mm-hmm. Michelle and to get Miguel in trouble and to have a reason to try to do some sort of dumb restraining order and to get Miguel in trouble with the police for extortion. So he, they feel he made up the whole entire thing. So he knew that night of the murder that she was still seeing Miguel. Yeah. Because he actually tried to call her a few times. She did not answer her cell phone. She doesn't want to answer a call from old balls Frankenstein <laughs> shoes when she's out with her boyfriend. <laughs> Like, come on. That's so, what she yeah. told Miguel in yeah, the hotel. Yeah, she was like, she's like it's, it's old balls Frankenstein, Frankenstein shoes. <laughs> and she told Miguel, like, you know that bitch took work boot soles and, <laughs> so, and glued them onto his loafer slippers? What a dumb bitch. Oh, my God. Miguel couldn't even believe it. <laughs> and um, then he's like, I got to go. Yeah, he's like, I got to go, baby. I got 19 wives in my apartment. And yeah. I got to stop by my common-law yeah. wife's house. Bye. So they think when Michelle finally got home that Jonathan called her on it, said, why didn't you answer your phone? He's calling her that she honored that he knows she's still you seeing Miguel. Like, you smell like Roundup. Yeah. So I know you've I been, know with, you've been with Miguel. Um, your bush is trimmed with those head trimmers. Nice. You've been with them. 
So then Michelle, they think, finally said, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm getting my shit. And even packed a bag and went into the garage to try to leave to get into her car to actually leave. And that's when he followed her into the garage, just grabbed the baseball bat that was there and just started beating her to death. He beat her over the head, whatever, realizes, holy shit, uh, I just killed my wife. So he puts her body in the car, stages the whole accident, so drives the car very poorly, very poorly down a very slight slope and stops it and then literally walks home, leaving footprints in his Frankenstein shoes. He cleans up the garage with the bloody towels in a shitty in a job, shitty as husbands do, because they don't know where the cleaning supplies are when they kill their wife. Uh-huh. They cannot find where the Windex is they think it's or the pine saw. They realize, yes, they should use bleach, and they don't. Oh, So then he goes and cuts the soles off his Frankenstein shoes because he re- realizes he's wearing them. He probably cried then. He probably cried the whole time he was cutting those yeah, loafers up. Yeah, because his he's beloved so slippers. Finally, he gets arrested and he starts bawling like a bitch immediately. <laughs> he admits that he killed her, but then he said it was because Michelle was attacking him with a knife. No. Nope. But then there's like, where is the knife then? There's no knife. No. You have no attack marks. She is covered in defensive wounds. Like, where? What knife was she holding? Where is it? Why is it not in the garage? They didn't find. I mean, why? Why didn't you say then when you had? If this was self defense, right. why didn't you say she came at me with a knife? I right killed away. her. But yeah. yeah, why did you go and put her in the car and then do this whole thing and then saw your shoes and all this weird <laughs> shit and clean up the garage? So of course they didn't believe him at all. They knew. Yeah. Like. He murdered her, and it was not an accident because he was hiding the evidence in his kid's toys, even. (laughs) So when he gets to trial, this dumb shit happened that I don't even, I didn't even understand was a thing. I kept writing what a thousand times watching this episode. The defense argues that Michelle's affair caused almost like a temporary insanity, but that's not what it's called. It's called provocation. And the judge, instead of saying, Go fuck yourself, dumbass. The judge says the jury can consider that he was just, she provoked him by having an affair. That means it's like, oh, she asked for the woman's fault. Yeah, it's her fault. It's her fault. She asked to get hit over the head with a baseball Mm -hmm. bat because she's sleeping with the gardener instead of some Mm -hmm. old balls that wears Frankenstein loafers. Right. That has no money, is a thousand years old. Oh, but it's her fault. She provoked him. So, of course, the jury then believes that they find him guilty but it's called passion provocation manslaughter it's called barely i barely killed my wife how is that a thing i don't even understand how the jury can be such a bunch of dumb assholes that that's a thing so he gets eight years in prison for beating the shit out of his wife with a baseball bat and hiding the crime yep i, I can't even yep so uh, i just can't so then we're back to her friend loretta or whatever her name was oh. lanetta no, Larissa. Larissa. I'm sorry, Larissa. I should know, <laughs> but I didn't write your name down. She says, our tagline, pretty much. So instead of divorcing your wife, you can just kill her yep. and pretty much get away with it. Yeah, she So he pissed. did get eight years in prison. Her but piss she was came super off pissed. more like yeah. sarcastic, though. Right. She was just like, what the the police were pretty much stunned. Mm-hmm. I mean, just told there were the police officer at the end could barely even speak. Yeah. Because he was just like, couldn't even believe it. Also, he was very obese. 
and yeah wasn't it the guy he no just... this he was a cuter he was cuter oh I... that wasn't the one with the big head i don't he think he was like the fat maybe head. okay so i looked up he did go to jail for eight years i looked up where he is now he is currently facing a new set of charges mm-hmm. as of february 2020 so he's still waiting due to covid i think to go into court he is facing charges because he had been selling fake cancer drugs for dogs how do you get so low? <laughs> That's so not only do you have you beaten your wife. your wife and you've been in jail for it, you get another career of internet selling <laughs> fake drugs for cancer for dogs. So people think they're saving their dogs. Yeah, giving them these dumbass pills and they're really and it's just tic tacs. I mean, come on. Placebo. So this guy is the worst. Yeah. I mean the worst. Did, where and do you dumb think the as kids piss. Went? Did they, I don't know. I didn't see that, did but I'm sure back? I'm sure it went to some relative of his. Otherwise they would have to go to, to Philippines. Philippines, yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Those poor kids. Man awful so just well he couldn't even pay for the divorce because he had no money but she should have paid for the divorce with her makeup counter thing but she didn't get a chance because he killed her because she provoked him i guess yeah my god what his bad poetry didn't bring it no his terrible poem his terrible unfortunateness soft dick (laughs) (laughs) he didn't work he couldn't keep her no she she wanted wanted more out of life not him she wanted she wanted gardner yeah she wanted that piece of shit gardner (laughs) oh she didn't have she didn't know yeah anyway to get divorced don't kill your spouse (laughs) everyone get divorced just get divorced divorced. nobody cares anymore no one cares (laughs) it sucks you're gonna be poor yeah. But you'll be happy. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, thank okay. you for joining us. If you could hit subscri- sub- subscribe, Just subscribe, whatever you listen to us on, subscribe. If you could give a review, we would love it. That helps us yeah, out so much. Yeah, we need some much. new reviews. We would love to have reviews. We'll post your reviews if you even write something. Otherwise, you could just click five star. And then join and be our done. Facebook group. We have Facebook group, Instagram, all of that. If you want to hear more from us. And play bingo with us. Yes, Has anyone we have new bingo, bingo cards. Yeah. I haven't seen. So print out okay. our bingo cards. So do all that and tell us how you're doing. Um, Anyway, take care. Listen next time. Bye-bye.